Welcome to the Because Bikers Matter podcast. I'm your host, David Vegas Schumann. Today, Fireside, here at Woodstock Harley-Davidson, Melissa is with me, and we're going to chat a little bit about an experience she had. Um, like the rest of us, we went to... Uh, how's that place called? Sturgis. Oh yeah, Sturgis. <laughs> and I saw you there. Yes. But your your trip was a lot more adventurous, I understand, than ours. But let's, let's back up for a second and talk about how long you've been riding. I've been riding since I'm about six or seven years old. So that was like two years ago? Yeah. Okay. And what do you ride? I ride a 2015 CVO Street Glide. And I understand that you belong to a lot of organizations, clubs. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes, we have a lot of organizations here in Woodstock, Illinois. We have the Pono Group that's right out of Woodstock Harley here, Midwest Women Riders, just a lot of groups. And did you ride, who did you ride with to Sturgis? Um, I rode this year with two girlfriends and we didn't quite make it. I was eight. What happened? <laughs> I was 18 miles. You're making me live this. This is very painful. I'm sorry. Um, I was 18 miles from my hotel. It was 11:30 at night, and it just started pouring rain. So I had taken off my rain gear, and I was getting wet. And all of a sudden, my engine just went kaput. We're on the side of the highway, couldn't get it started, and I'm like, "Oh, I better not try again because it didn't sound right." And so I sent my girlfriends to the hotel. And I was on the side of the road at night, dark. You know how dark it gets out in Sturgis. There's not a lot of lights. Um, freezing, wet, and I'm like, what am I going to do? So I get off my bike because the safe thing to do is get off the highway. You never know if people are falling asleep, impaired drivers. Get away from the bike, stand on the side. I called. Um, I have a Harley card, a hog card, and I called them for assistance. And they said, okay, they took all my information and we're going to try to find you a tow truck. And I waited and I waited and I was getting texts after texts. Every half hour I was getting a text saying that they were still looking for a tow truck, which is unacceptable. I mean, being a woman on the side of the road by myself at night, at in night, miserable weather, in miserable weather. Beautiful. So my girlfriends went to the hotel because we have somebody that doesn't drive very well at night and in the rain. So they went to the hotel, so I was standing on the side. And luckily I'm, kind of, I'm a seasoned rider and I know what to do and what to be careful about, but I couldn't imagine any other women that maybe haven't been riding as long as me, what they would have done. Um, so how long were you stranded on the side of the road? I was stranded for three hours. And I kept calling and calling, and they couldn't find a tow truck, so finally I gave up. I should have called my insurance. I do have insurance on my bike, too, but that's just when you're all upset and it's late at night and you're exhausted. I drove 660 miles that day to where I was at. Um, so I called the police, and they're really nice. They said, okay, I'm on my way. I'll get you the tow truck. They'll be en route. So I waited for the police officer. He checked me out when he got there, let me sit in his car and get a little bit warm because I was freezing. Talk to the tow truck driver, but it doesn't even end there. What happened? I get into the tow truck, get to the dealership where I was gonna have my bike service and they wouldn't accept my bike. They would not take my bike in. They have um, security guards at night during the rally, but um, they no longer take bikes. They don't check in the bikes. And I'm like, well, this is the biggest event of the year. You should have somebody there taking in the bikes. Anyways, 
So I ended up having the tow truck driver take the bike and store it overnight, which costs money. And then I asked him if he would drive me back to my hotel. And he was all flustered because he had been working all day long and he really didn't want to do it, but you know, he did it. Then he pulled in to a spot that wasn't even by my hotel. It was like a half a block from my hotel and it was a different parking lot and there's a long fence. So I had to take everything off the tow truck, throw it into the parking lot and he was just so mad. He left me in the parking lot, standing there with all my stuff. And luckily my girlfriends were on the other side of the fence by the hotel where we were gonna stay. So I'm throwing my stuff over the fence and it's later even then, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I'm throwing my stuff over the fence. There was no holes in the fence so I could get through and I had to walk all the way down, all the way back, all drenched in my heavy gear, you know, motorcycle jackets, heavy boots. And um, then the next day, went to the dealership and said, hey, can you look at my bike? And of course, um, the insurance thing that didn't go through didn't call to approve it yet, so they didn't release my bike. My bike was still at the tow truck company. And they're gonna charge you. And they're gonna sure. charge me. So finally, um, the insurance called and said, hey, we're going to pay for this. We couldn't do more for her, so we'll pay for it and everything. So then all these other bikes are in front of me for servicing before I could even have my bike looked at. So they said two days. So I'm out in Sturgis without a bike, and they're going to look at my bike. Well, two days later, they looked at my bike, and there was, pretty, there was a lot wrong with it. Um, and they weren't positive they could get the parts and fix it right away. Who knows how long the parts would be. Everything's on back order. So I said, okay, I'll just tow my bike home. I'll come and have somebody pick it up. And luckily I have a friend in Custer that came with his trailer and picked up my bike and lent me his uh, Yamaha. So I drove that for the rest of the week, but still it so was- that's how we got to see you. It was so stressful. It was so, it shouldn't have been like that. It really shouldn't have. I wish I would have known about you guys a lot sooner. So do you know what it costs for the tow? Um. I really don't know exactly. I think it was like 250 for the tow, and I'm not sure how much it was for the overnight uh, storage. Okay. And do they charge you any other mileage fees or anything else? Um, I'm not aware of that because I was so mad at the insurance place that I really gave them the business, <laughs> <laughs> and they paid for it all. But you know, that's that's very stressful when you have to call many times to make sure that they covered it. Right. I think the thing of not really getting an answer that someone is going to come and save you, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. Uh, particularly in bad weather, particularly being a female and late at night. Late at night. None of those things are good. No. So it's because of um, the situations like this. And Sturgis is full of great examples. Yes. Okay. Because people break down all of the spearfish, there's valley, you know, deadwood. It doesn't matter. There's, yes. You know, and you've got to get somewhere where you can get the bike fixed hopefully a lot quicker than a couple days but yep. you know it just depends right and right particularly for stir such a small town mm -hmm. they get overwhelmed yes you know if there's hundreds of thousands of motorcycles there's definitely a bunch that need to be fixed right so. and i was very lucky because there was a spot for me to pull over but like you said what if i was in spearfish canyon where there's no really place to pull over or doing the pigtail or you know, there's a lot of dangerous places that you could be stuck, you know. I heard that um, a tow from Spearfish Canyon was somewhere between seven and $900 to get it back to Sturgis. Ouch. So this is why we created and worked on this for several years, the National Biker VIP card. 
that's $39.95. It provides you towing, gas, or jumps. The first $300 is on us. Wow. So you would have been okay on that one. Yeah. Okay. We, the service we put together, this National Biker VIP card, uses motorcycle towing service. They have certified motorcycle tow companies all over the United States, Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. And so you call, you get to dispatch, you get a private number, and you have your ID number that's on your card. Mm -hmm. And you call that number, and they will dispatch a truck to come and get you and save you. And again, the first $300 of any of those is on us. In addition, there's a long list of extra benefits. So one of them is key fob. If you lose your keys, there's, there's a reimbursement amount that's included in the policy. Um, there are, there's a one-year membership to Biker Down. And fortunately, you know, it wasn't an accident, so you, oh, yeah. you didn't Oh yeah, not this that. time. <laughs> but Biker Down steps up when bikers go down and they provide uh, financial, really it's consulting. You know, they, they tell you how to organize and what to do with your bills, what to say to your vendors, and, and if it's appropriate, because they do validate the biker in terms of their economic situation. All, they may provide financial assistance. More importantly, if they've been injured and they need like medical equipment and stuff and they don't have coverage, um, they have storage lockers that have beds, crutches, uh, knee braces, um, toilet seats, you know, the raised wow. toilet seats, the shower seats, and more. And we have that here in Illinois because we sponsor Biker Down. So we have lockers that have medical equipment and stuff. So if somebody needs to borrow that during their recovery, they can get that for free. Where were you 10 years ago when I had my motorcycle accident? <laughs> um, I wish I had a good answer for that. <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't. And hopefully you'll never need it. And we don't want yes, anyone to right. need it, but the reality is it happens. I mean, in today's distracted driving, yes. it, you know, people ask, why do you guys do all this stuff for the motorcycle community? You're losing business. <clears throat> We're never losing business because distracted driving is worse, not better. Yeah, we can make everybody as safe as we can, having them take accident scene management classes and learning what to do if they come upon an accident or in one. And, you know, we're dealing with Kirsch helmets and dealing with quality equipment and you know the different we have our trauma packs and all the different things that we do to try to provide safety in the motorcycle community. There's still gonna be accidents. Now what if you have more than one bike? So that's an, I'm so glad you asked that question. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> Me and my husband, you know, we have a couple of bikes. So though. the deal is, you know, if you go to like um, AAA, it's about a hundred dollars for the first bike. And we're talking thirty-nine ninety-five. We don't make anything on this deal. We, use, we do it to help the community. Now, we always wanted to get involved in towing and stuff to help the community. It helps us get the name out, obviously, Motorcycle Safety Lawyers. But $39.95 for the first bike, $5 a year to add a second bike. Wow. A third bike, another $5. A fourth bike, another $5. A fifth bike, another $5. Five bucks. <laughs> you can have as many bikes as you want. Each one will be $5 per year. Okay. Because th their, their logic is that for the most part, you're only using one bike at a time. Right. And so, where if you did two bikes on AAA, for example, it'd be almost $150. We're talking about $44.95. $44.95. Can't that's afford no, that. That's nothing. To be on the road and not have that protection doesn't make sense. Because 
you can easily spend hundreds of dollars on towing or worse you know depending on the distance um the one thing i really like about what we put together is that you don't have to go to harley okay. or indian or ducati they can take you to the closest dealership that can actually fix your bike so there's that flexibility in there okay, okay. and again you know you, you spend nothing if it's three hundred dollars or less if it's more you have to pay the difference i mean that's what it is but look at it you're saving up front on the on the premium 39.95 and then you know again adding additional bikes and and the fact that you, there's no limit too so some people say there's well what if you have already had one tow if the toes are because you're not maintaining your bike mm -hmm. they're gonna say something let's right. be realistic they're not in business to lose money right okay the, the success of the program is by having tens or hundreds of thousands of uh, people have the policies only some percentage I don't know what those numbers are you know break down so in, in general the more people that have this kind of protection the easier it is for them to provide service so they don't limit the number of, of incidences but again someone's not taking care of their bike right and they don't do vintage bikes they they want if it's i think it's 83 okay or older they won't cover okay because it's too easy to break right them, you know but i like but, that it's all inclusive not just harleys it can be anything i ride with a lot of bikers it, you know that have different bikes so it's like the triglide yeah you know i got one yeah i do have the coverage you know all of us here actually have the coverage <laughs> you know because First of all, why would you, why would you not? I mean, usually right. I, I don't have my wallet. Well, I, I spend that much when I go out for <clears throat> lunch. <laughs> it can happen easily, especially in Vegas. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and in Sturgis too, because it's yes. not cheap to eat in Sturgis, unfortunately. But so, um, if you're interested in getting the National Bikers VIP card, just go to MotorcycleSafetyLawyers.com/slash/VIPcard. Awesome. And you can sign up right there. We will assign you your, your membership number. We send you um, a card. One side of it's an ICE card, so in case of emergency, it has all your information on it. Okay. Okay. It comes with a little, um, um, it's a plastic cover mm -hmm. to put the card in to protect it, but that also has the medical shield on it and stuff. Okay. So people know that's your medical information, but also has the dispatch phone number and your ID number. So when you call them, they'll say, what's your ID number? And, you know. They'll it's know, good to have, know that right. you have the policy and um, it's really simple but it works really really well there are uh, over 3,000 towing companies that are vetted that are part of this program and um, it's so good that even Eagle Rider uses them oh. except for this is exclusive to us it's a lot less to get this program because we're f funding it than to go direct and buy it which is really nice this gives me an opportunity to travel and finish the states that I haven't been to. This is awesome. You know, we got Mama D. She's going oh, to Alaska yes. this year, and she's thrilled that she has coverage I in Alaska her. I love for, her. Her, for her Beamer. <laughs> she's, so. she's great. She does a lot of mileage. So. Oh, yeah. She's forty to 50,000 miles a year. Wow. You know, so that's uh, the scoop. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate your tell us telling your story. And... Um, Glad to be a part of it. Yep, and we're very proud of you wearing the shirt. Thank you so much for that as well. David Vegas Schumann for Because Bikers Matter podcast, signing out.